Hello gorgeous soul and welcome to this epic podcast. This is a place where you are encouraged and you have absolute freaking permission to unapologetically go after all of your dreams, all of your visions, all of your things in your vision board, like everything that your heart desires. I'm your host Angharad, the High Vibe Babe, and I believe that we're all in this life to expand and experience our wildest dreams. If one of us can have it, then we all can. So that is the aim of this podcast. Each week I'll either be going solo or have guests with the aim to inspire, uplift you and give you the tools for you to live your most epic AF life and business possible. You can find me on Instagram with the handle at Babe. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello everyone, I am so excited to be bringing an interview to you today. Today I'm interviewing Libby, she is a galactic business coach shamanic energy healer, event host and co-founder of the Self-Wealth Project. With a Bachelor of Science in Psychology, her grounded approach to life and business combines science and spirituality in unique and practical ways. Currently living in Bali with her husband, Libby spent the last 15 months traveling around the world while doing her soul's work. I welcome you very humbly, Libby. Oh, thank you so much. It's so awesome to be here. And it's so funny to hear all those things replayed back to me because I'm like, obviously, I, I wrote them, but I'm always like, oh, man, that sounds cool. <laughs> so, no, I'm super, super excited to be here. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. And yeah, I know it's very surreal. We're having a bio read read back to it. Actually, quite lovely, though. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just like, you know, when you've got dreams that you've had for so long and you don't even know how they're going to come into fruition. And then all of a sudden you're living your dream life. And then every time I hear it repeated or like, you know, in any way from like a third person or third party point of view, I'm always like, wow, like literally anything is possible. (laughs) Mm. I can't believe that's, is that me? Is that really me? yeah <laughs> mm, it's like I did this yes I did yeah. this my bio listen to this <laughs> <laughs> well what a welcome and I'm so grateful for everyone <laughs> for this episode as well <laughs> we're gonna have so much fun I'm super excited we totally are so underneath the bio do you want to tell us a bit about you like what is your background and how did you get to be living your dream life now yeah yeah that's such a massive massive question but to keep it as I guess focused as possible and what I'm doing now like I literally (laughs) I was speaking with someone the other day I was like how do you manifest when you're literally living your absolute dreams like how do you step into that next level when you're so content with everything that you're creating and there's always more there's always going to be more and for me right now just the last couple of years have been Oh my gosh, I, like I, I could not even explain to my past self five years ago the life that I'm living now. And I'm trying to keep this like as short as possible. But, you know, oh, now when I find, <laughs> find myself, <laughs> you know, coaching, like, I call it galactic business coaching. And the essence of that is really helping people tap into their multidimensional self, tap into their highest purpose, tap into themselves on such a deep soul level and remember who they came into this life and this planet to be and the difference and the impact that they came here to make. And, you know, I wasn't always doing this. Before that, I started my first business actually sober coaching and teaching people how to love themselves sober. And that came about from my own 
I call it a journey of discovery as opposed to recovery. And, you know, uh, healing myself from so many addictions, mostly alcohol addiction, but also, you know, drug, relationships, sex, clothes, shopping, bulimia, uh, so many different things that I healed myself from. And I'd started a blog and from that blog, people started reaching out to me, you know, asking, how did you go from a party girl, wild, you know, drunk weekends to now living a life where you're meditating and doing all of these very unusual things for a party girl. And so I started coaching them and I was working full time at the time. I was teaching at a tertiary education provider. And I was teaching people about travel and tourism. And before that, I was a travel agent. And then before that, I was traveling and studying psychology at university. And um, I've always sort of found myself in coaching and mentoring roles, like in leadership or management. And especially when I was teaching, I was mentoring the the other teachers as the head of training and mentoring the students. And I sort of realized that my passion wasn't in what I was teaching or what I was you know, doing. It was helping people tap into their greatness. And even when I was a travel agent, I was always like, you know, I loved seeing the results of the team and I loved booking people's holidays. And I loved, you know, all of these wonderful things that was, you know, that I was focusing on specifically as a travel agent, but underneath the core of it all, I loved seeing people, for example, when I was a travel agent, I loved seeing people achieving their dreams. You know, they had their, their dream holiday on their vision board for years and, or, you know, they'd been saving up for a couple of years to take their family on a holiday and to be the facilitator of that dream coming to life and seeing these people go, oh my gosh, I've finally achieved this, you know, this goal that I'd set out to go on holiday or became a manager, like seeing my team go, oh my gosh, I finally hit those results that I've been wanting to for so long. And then when I was a teacher and teaching the students, it was like seeing them coming and learning about you know who they were and so even when I was teaching you know when I was in my first business and, and teaching people how to love themselves free of addiction came very naturally because I'd had this essence across my entire career for you know like a decade of really tapping into what lights people up how do people truly show up in life as their best self you know whatever platform that was on and then through my sober coaching business, I started noticing that people weren't just living a sober life. Like that on its own is wonderful and it's amazing, especially if you've gone through, you know, the heaviness of addiction and depression and anxiety and eating disorders and, you know, all of that sort of thing that so many of us are say riddled with, you know, in society. And people started finding their purpose. They started, you know, making more money. They started living these lives that they didn't even know that they were capable of. They started becoming the mother that they always wanted to be for their children. Like all of these amazing things. And so to find myself what I'm now doing, it's sort of been such an organic process. And I always look back to the most successful times in my life and it's always been an organic flow. And, you know, this is what I'm really good at. And this is how I really love serving and how I love to support people. And I've sort of, you know, putting titles to what I do has always been such a struggle. <laughs> but, like, you know, but that's sort of the essence and the background of you know, over over the last several years, the physical side of it, of what I've actually been doing, but to create a life of, is this my dream life? Like, am I really living my dream life right now? This is, is it, is it real? Is it going to disappear? Or is this a dream? You know, that's the inner work. And that's why, you know, the, the work that I did in overcoming addictions and 
you know, all of the, the personal development that I've been on, leaning into scary decisions, leaning into so much faith, you know, leaving my full-time job when I didn't have the financial, you know, or the, the results that I should have theoretically had by going full-time into a business, you know, all of these little things, these moments of faith have just sort of flourished. Like it's, I'm trying to think of some specific examples, but yeah, like overall, that's, that's been the process over the last Oh, the, you know, majority of the last five years, I'm just about to celebrate four years alcohol free. And that's really when my, my personal development and business journey began. So, yeah. That's amazing. Sorry, my daughter's just leaving my car. Just one oh. second. <laughs> oh, gorgeous. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> she jumped into um her bag. How gorgeous. I this love is- that. This is what I mean, like all facets of life flow into our business, all facets of, you know, everything that we are is, you know, <laughs> you're able to look after your daughter right now and be there for her right now, as well as running your business. It's really awesome. It's yeah, so and cool. overlaps. I think that's the beauty of the work that we do as women. Like it's not this role anymore, this, you know, 1950s housewife or, or even, you know, the 2000s version or like the whole mum guilt thing. You know what I mean? Like everything is part of everything. And I think that's one of the reasons why there's so much power in, and the coaching world is I absolutely love this uplifting of women where we're all standing up and leading ourselves and then leading others. It's not, it's against like the traditional, you know, it's the person who's the best at saying things, not the best who's actually helping people necessarily mm-hmm. who have got the promotions in the corporate world and things. But when we go internally and heal ourselves, it actually helps us with our relationships. It helps us being a mother, it helps us with our romantic relationships, helps us with our family, it helps us with our career, it helps every aspect of our life. And so I have so many things I want to talk about with your journey, but the thing that's really stepping out for me is like your healing. How did you actually heal yourself and what did that look like and what did that really bring for you in your life? Mm, I love that question so much. We are literally the vessel for everything in our life and we are the channel for everything in our life, whether it's, you know, our relationships, our children or, you know, unborn children or, you know, our business and, and every part of our life starts with us. And so that's why for me, like my healing journey, you asked what it looked like. And the first thing that came to my mind was like moments on the floor, just crying my eyes out going like, who the fuck am I? What is going on? Like, can I, can this be over right now? Like, so really like with, with my healing journey, when you ask what it looks like, that's really what it looks like, you know, especially in the early days. Like I show up online now and people are like, have you even experienced depression? I'm like, oh, if only you knew, you know, if only you knew these moments of just where everything that I thought I knew about the world, everything that I thought I knew about myself, my entire identity, just feeling like it was being pulled apart. I remember, especially in the early days, and I talk about early days as in when I first gave up drinking, like really when I think about it, I've always sort of been on a personal development journey I've always been into positive mindset and psychology and looking after ourselves and living an amazing life and following my heart. But, you know, giving up something that was just absolutely destroying my life, destroying my relationships. Um, and then, and from that moment going, well, without the party girl identity, my nickname at university and I was knowing, like, if you want a good time, get in touch with Libby. Like, if you want to go for a night out, she's down for whatever. That was me. And so to release 
I would literally wake up in the morning and be like, is this real? Like, am I really doing this? Like, how do I even socialize without a drink in my hand? How do I socialize when someone asks me what I do and all I want to talk about is how much I'm struggling in life because I don't even know who I am right now and I have to put on a smile and say, oh yeah, I'm a travel agent. Or, you know, like put myself into a label and put myself into a title. And so I think the biggest thing in terms of practicality and, and sharing what I went through to, you know, to go through a massive healing journey where I now don't, yeah, I'm so, I'm a different person now, it feels like. I think the biggest thing was being so honest with myself and with others. You know, I was super honest with myself. And what that means is I know and for a long time that I wasn't living my best life. And that's a word or a phrase that's been so thrown around <laughs> lately. But when I knew that really drinking, eating a whole lot of food and then throwing it up, flirting inappropriately with, you know, with men or just wanting attention from men, you know, shopping and spending all my money and spending money on credit cards because, you know, I didn't feel good in my body that I thought a new outfit might make me feel good. Or, you know, all of these things, I knew on a subconscious level that they weren't serving me. And so the biggest thing that I did was like, I just remember journaling and journaling and journaling and just like, okay, what do I need to admit to myself? And then the next thing was like admitting it to someone else, like admitting it. I had a massive conversation with my mom and with my, with my now husband, who was he pretty much like left me at the at the worst of it because he couldn't be around me any longer. I was just too much. I was not a nice person to be around, you know, being honest with him. But first of all, being honest with myself and deciding to change, deciding that I was no longer going to tolerate being that person that I knew that I wasn't, you know, because that's what it comes down to is we allow ourselves to to show up in the ways that we show up. So I literally decided after being super honest with myself, having a conversation with my mum, with my aunt or wherever we were, boyfriend at the time, now husband, but then just deciding like whatever it takes, I'm going to be the person that I came into this life to be, that I came into this world to be. I know that I'm here to make a positive difference, a positive impact and whatever that looks like, I'm going to do it. And so that was the that was the start of it, and it's really been the you know the last four years of just being like, all right, where am I out of alignment? Where can I speak my truth more? Where can I, you know, come into my heart more? Where can I learn to love myself? How can I make peace with the past when I've done all these things that I regret and am so ashamed of? Well, I know that shame and regret is not serving us, so I forgive myself, you know, and I learn how to forgive myself, and I learn how to forgive others that you know, that might have a past version of me might have blamed or how dare they hurt me or, or whatever, you know, whatever the excuses I was putting on that. For those listening and for everyone that's listening to this, I think the biggest thing is knowing that we are born for so much, you know, every single one of us, especially if you're here, if you're listening to this conversation, like just knowing that you're here for a massive reason for this conversation, but also in this planet and in this life. And it really is up to us to surrender to listening to our guidance and release the control and, and go, well, okay, what's it going to look like if I share what I'm actually experiencing with another human being? You know, are they going to run away and, and never talk to me again, like my ego or, you know, like I'm, I'm fearful that they might, or are they going to say, thank you for sharing that with me. Thank you for, for sharing your truth and, you know, 
helping someone else realize that they're not alone in what they're going through. So there's all of these different elements and pieces of, of a healing journey. But out of all of that, the biggest, biggest, biggest things, there's two of them that have been my go-tos every single day of really going, okay, I'm, I'm saying goodbye to all that's not serving me. I'm saying goodbye to, to the choices that I'm making that aren't helpful. And that is forgiveness of self and forgiveness of others. And the other one is gratitude. So much gratitude for every single thing that happens, even the pain that's inflicted upon us by others, even the, the challenges that we're faced with as humans every single day. You know, every single thing is an opportunity to grow. Every single day is such a gift. And by embodying and, and understanding those two things, and I'm still like, this is four years on, and I'm still like, but how do I forgive deeper? How do I come into a space of compassion more? How do I bring more kindness while, while honoring boundaries more into my life? You know, how do I do that? How do I do that? And I think by, by asking these questions and just always being in a space of, you know, how can I be the best version of myself? How can I show up? And then surrendering to whatever the universe decides that looks like for us. I feel like I could speak for hours and hours and hours about this. It's like the basis of so many of my programs and things that I work with my clients on. So does that answer the question? Yeah, it 100% does. Absolutely beautifully. You took us on a real journey and it, it's highlighted so many things that I know so many of us are going to resonate with. And something that I really stand for now is that my job as a human being, it, like as a soul having a human experience is to don't stop going and don't stop growing. Mm. And in that way, I get the perspective of I'm here to help people and, and to grow myself and to expand and to truly remove all the limitations that we have had put on us or we've allowed to be put on us or that we continue to put on ourselves because mm -hmm. it feels more comfortable to cap ourselves or whatever mm -hmm. it is. But don't stop mm -hmm. going and don't stop growing is the essence of what I really do in my life. And it is the mm -hmm. thing that's actually brought the most fulfillment because fulfillment, it's an inside job, right? It's not the certificate mm -hmm. of having the degree. It's not mm -hmm. the 10 clients paying you every month. That is, it's not, it's an inside job. Mm -hmm. It so is. I've just finished writing my book, which is about, you know, rules to break for ultimate happiness and freedom you know, that word fulfillment and freedom is, you know, used interchangeably, but that's essentially what freedom is, is such a deep level of fulfillment that you don't need anything else outside of yourself to feel so fucking amazing every single day. And you just are, you are who you are, you show up as you are, and you realize that the way, you know, all of us seek freedom, all of us seek happiness, all of us seek fulfillment and it's not anything external to us. It's not money. It's not the things that we own. It's not, you know, it's not anything external to us. What it is, is true alignment and true self-love, you know, showing up with so much love for ourselves first, first and foremost. Yeah, I love it too. And it's, it really highlights as well that it, it's a journey. I think for years, I honestly thought that it was something we achieve and it's done. You know, we heal ourselves of depression or, or whatever and, and then we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I look back and I'm like, oh, you're cute. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's it. And I always think back to like, you know, before I started my real, like my deep, deep, deep healing journey. And I was always traveling. I was always moving around. It looked like I was living an amazing life. You know, I, I 
you know, I knew what manifestation was, but I didn't know the word for it. And, you know, I traveled a lot and, but I was always seeking something. I was always like, you know, seeking a man or seeking, you know, a new, a new holiday or a new place to live or a new country to travel to, or, you know, all of these things, which were so external to me and the, the journey and this, like you, you know, one of the first things that you touched on that we spoke about was like, how do you truly create the life of your dreams? And it, it, it's an inside job as well. It's like when you change everything within yourself, you know, making sure that you're speaking so positively about yourself, honoring your emotions, allowing yourself to feel and express whatever you're going through, allowing yourself to have so much gratitude and so much forgiveness. And all of these things come from the inside. But what starts to happen is like, I just literally think to four years ago, I was like tens of thousands of dollars in debt, going through so much shit in my relationship because my, my boyfriend didn't want a part of my, my, you know, awful ways. You know, it was awful to be around. You know, I'd moved back home with my parents. I didn't have anything, you know, I literally didn't have anything. And to where I am now, where I'm like living my dream life, I'm like, how did this happen so quickly? And it's every single thing, the money, the, the life, the travel, the, the workshops, the, you know, the, the relationship is all an inside job, all of it. It means showing up in relationships, dropping the ego. You know, if, if someone confronts you, like especially in a partnership where it's like some sort of disagreement, rather than going into blame, going into well, there's two of us here. What did I contribute to this? You know, what did I contribute? How can I take responsibility for this? How can I take responsibility for my life right now? What do I need to shift within me? You know, is it a perspective? Is it a thought process? Is it a pattern? Is it a habit? Is it a behavior? Is it, what is it that I, that I need to shift in order to show up with total love? Because we can only focus on ourselves. We can't focus on anyone else. And if we try to change things from the outside, it doesn't work. <laughs> it's from the inside. Mm, beautiful. Yes, a hundred percent. So, speaking of inside and not inside, what, what, like, what is your truth around spirituality and the things you do, and and how does that like integrate into your life and your business, and and what has that truly brought for you? Oh, this is amazing. This is so funny. I thought that I had only become spiritual recently. And I say become spiritual, like with quotations, because <laughs> it's like, we are spiritual. Some of us just are more aware of it <laughs> than uh -huh. others, you know, and I was brought up religious and I I'd go to church and, you know, if I was, you know, a naughty teenager, I got drunk on a Saturday night, my punishment would be I'd have to go to church and on a Sunday morning. And so I always had this real funny relationship with religion and real funny relationship with spirituality. And I loved science and physics were my favorite subjects. I was like, but why don't religion, like religion and science, like science makes sense. Some of religion makes sense. Like I really love the love and I love the forgiveness and I love a lot of the teachings, but I don't like being afraid. I don't like going to church on Sundays and being so afraid of like death and dying in this life and like, you know, making mistakes. And so when I was about 21, 20, yeah, I must be about 21. I was living in London and I was engaged to this Brazilian guy. It was half Brazilian, half Italian, actually. He was into spiritism and I was like, what's that? Tell me about it. And so he was telling me about pretty much like what we now call manifestation and abundance and law of attraction. And, you know, he was talking about forgiveness. And when he was explaining spirituality to me, I had this light bulb. It was like, have you ever had one of those moments actually where someone's speaking to you and you just, your whole body, just something shifts within you. And it's like, 
oh my god of course like have you ever had that yeah i describe it honestly the way i describe this is my human finally understands what my soul knew before yeah yeah <laughs> and you feel it in your physical body yes. like i just yes. even like when i'm speaking about it now i remember it was in my like in my stomach area it was this excitement of oh my gosh hang on this means that you know science mm. and the best part of religion they work together they're not opposite they work together Mm-hmm. It's like, do you mean I can still be spiritual and scientific? You know, I can love and I'm not, you know, if I make a mistake, I'm not going to go to hell. Like all of these things. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And I'd started studying a lot of books and like reading a lot of books. And <laughs> I remember I was going to these meditation kind of spiritual development circles. But because my, my boyfriend, my fiance at the time was uh, Brazilian, they all spoke Portuguese and his, his community that he was part of in London, everything was in Portuguese. So I would go along to these circles and to these teachings and, you know, these little spaces throughout London and like, you know, absorb everything, not understand a human word whatsoever because it was all in Portuguese, but it was just like I was absorbing all of this energy and my soul just started remembering all of these different things. And then, you know, I kept drinking and I kept partying and I stayed in a really low vibration and just a lot of my, you know, behaviors and choices back then when I I was in my early and mid twenties just, you know, weren't very helpful and weren't really aligned. And I had a message, I had a really strange experience when I was like 20, about 23. And the, this, this boy, this man and I were separating. We decided to go our separate ways. And he said to me, we had this really crazy experience. I, yeah, it's, re- it's super hard to explain on like with, with words, but pretty much he, I'm going to say like channeled and all of a sudden he could see clairvoyantly this was really unusual for him. He wasn't able to see this, but he started, started channeling and he's, and I felt this presence and, you know, I was a little bit attuned to that sort of thing, but I was very fearful still. Like I didn't want to know about spirits. I didn't want to know about other beings and, and that sort of thing. So I was really afraid. And he, it, we were sitting there in this room in Sydney as we were breaking up and going our separate ways. And he was like, there's some beings here at the moment, these angels And they're saying that you can't drink. And I was like, oh, okay. They said, if you keep drinking, they're going to, they're not going to be with you anymore. They're going to stop rescuing you. And I was like, right. Okay. Thank you. You know, sort of not knowing what to take of it. And I was quite afraid at the time as well. And then he stopped seeing clairvoyant and it went back to normal. And we, you know, we parted ways and that was sort of the last of it. And uh, you know, a couple of years went by and I just went about my life and I was drinking and partying. And, you know, I, I think I lasted like a week or something after that message, you know, from the angels or yeah. if, if that's what you want to call them. And a couple of years went by and then I went traveling. I'd met my now husband and I went traveling and I was in Thailand, which I don't know if like anyone listening, if you've been to Thailand, it's an incredibly spiritual place, incredibly focused on, well, the essence of the culture is religion. And so I spent a lot of time in temples and just visiting temples, but this, this huge yearning within me to sit and meditate in the temples. And my partner or my husband at the time, oh no, husband now, <laughs> partner at the time, um, he started on his own sort of, I guess you could call it a spiritual journey. He's Maori and very connected to, you know, spirituality in all, you know, Maori dim is very connected to their own spirituality. So it was nothing new for him, but it was just interesting that I was, you know, traveling Thailand and Southeast Asia going through this 
it was sort of like this, I call it now, it's like an activation, you know, going to all of these very, very spiritual places where there's a lot of energy around, you know, places where people pray and meditate and it's very normal. And he was going on his own journey of, you know, self-discovery and, you know, spiritual discovery. I'm getting to the answer to your question, by the way. I just feel it's important to, <laughs> to speak it's about the, the big yeah. picture. So separately, we sort of started to activate our own spiritual, remember, I call it a remembering. And it was on that trip more than four and a half years ago now. I had this just like, what am I doing with my life? You know, I'm so grateful. I'd been given three months of work. I'd, you know, had these amazing opportunities. But I, I was like, what am I doing with my life? You know, I, I, I don't want this darkness anymore. And while from the outside, no one would have known that I had this darkness in me. Um, you know, I, I would drink and just be filled with so much shame and so much just, just darkness. Just it was, it was really, really awful. So in that, in that time of my life where I literally had three months to myself, where I was traveling, visiting temples, visiting these, you know, spiritual places and without even knowing it, you know, the land of Asia itself is a, I, you know, I now know a very, very, very spiritual place. And then coming back to New Zealand and it was literally like two months later or three months later that, you know, the event happened where I ended up in hospital and, you know, I, I chose to no longer drink. And so it was no coincidence that they happened, you know, very close together. And during that time as well, during that three months when I was still drinking, but I'd had all these spiritual like activations, I guess you could call them in this deep knowing of, you know, I'm not living the life that I truly came into this planet to live. You know, I'm not being my best self. I, I knew that. Dane, my husband had found this group. It was like a meditation and spiritual development group. And so I was going along to that we were doing like these practice card readings and the, the girl who was running it, she's a beautiful friend now. And she was doing these practice card readings. And I saw the angel cards come out in the, in the spiritual circle, maybe like 10 or 15 people would have been there that, you know, Dane, he was, he was like the only guy. Everyone's like, why is this guy there? But bless him. He's so gorgeous. He just, you know, he doesn't care about that sort of thing. And, um, I freaked out. I was like, they're the work of the devil. You know, like all of my, my religious ingraining just like coming yeah. out. I was like, what are we doing? Like, oh my God, I need to leave now. Like I'm going to hell. And something in me was like, no, stay, stay. So I was like, okay. So I stayed at the circle and I was doing these card readings and I started like giving people these readings. We were literally practicing and this was my first time actually even touching angel cards and I started giving people readings at like super accurate and they were like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh. How did you know that? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> how am I doing this? I don't even know how I'm doing this right now. I'm giving these people a reading and I don't even know. And so ever since that, I've, I just found it really cool to be honest. I was like, man, that was awesome. How did that happen? And so I started like, you know, delving into it more, delving into it more. And it's really, this was like the longest way ever to get to the point that I'm about to make. Um, it's, a, it's a way of life for me now. Like it's literally the core of every single thing that I do. That was four years, you know, that was, yeah, four years ago. And so now over the last four years, like every single thing that I do is spiritual. You know, I guess if it's not in alignment with who I am and who my soul is and what I came here to do, then I, then I say no to it. You know, if it's people, I've put boundaries, you know, around a lot of people that are no longer in my life over the last few years, friends, family, that sort of thing as well. And it, it is who we came into this world to be. And so when we tap into the true essence of our amazing, amazing spiritual selves, 
you know, we are so much more than these human bodies, so much more. And when we remember that, we start to activate new parts of us as human beings that have been locked away. You know, like something like, I don't know, how much of our brains do we use? Like 11% or something like something less than that. And, you know, even our DNA, 5% or something, we've got so much more that we're able to unlock. And when we tap into our spiritual selves, you know, learning how to connect with our hearts. And that's like for anyone who's beginning. <laughs> so like I remember when I used to share this, you know, little pieces of the story, people would be like, is this fiction or is this real? I'm like, no, this, this is my real life. Like these are the things that have happened. And I've not even shared like most of them. I've just shared a couple. And so when we connect with our hearts, when we connect with all that we are, everything flows from that place, our relationships, our part, you know, our partners and our intimate relationships, our business, our careers, our conversations, the way that we show up in every single thing that we do, whether it's just a conversation, you know, at the grocery store with the checkout, the person who's behind the checkout, whether it's, you know, with a client, whether it's with a coach or a mentor, you know, a friend or whatever it is, every single thing, it comes from that place. I've always had a funny thing about calling myself a business coach because I'm like, well, when you're in alignment with yourself, yeah, we can do a little bit of strategy, but when you're in full alignment with who you are and how you came here to be and tapping into your own infinite connection to source, which by the way, has like infinite wisdom and infinite guidance. When you strengthen that, you don't need anything else. And in fact, I discourage that because if you're following someone else's strategies or if you're following someone else's, you know, what worked for someone else, if it's not in alignment with you and your soul and what you came into this life to experience, then it's not going to work. But what does work is learning how to strengthen your intuition and learning how to strengthen your connection to source and in a very grounded way as well. You know, it's like learning how to, you know, med meditate and receive guidance, but also then implement the things and not just sit there meditating, hope, you know, hoping for things to come to life. <laughs> you got, you got to do that. that the work as well you gotta actually you know do things that might scare you but learning how to listen to your own intuition and i'll give you an example of like how i how i use that in my daily life and in my in fact i, I did something this morning that came through in, in my own inner guidance in my own you know morning meeting with source was i'm currently doing a it's a free five-day abundance challenge and i was going to be hosting it in a group a facebook group that i've already got and source came through and was like, no, create a new group, new energy. Um, and they showed me all these other things. So even like simple strategies like that, that I'm like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. And the energy of that feels way better and is more aligned for what I'm creating. So, you know, like even, even down to, you know, using Facebook or Instagram or social media or anything that we have in this, in this planet at this time to be enhancing our soul's work, we can literally receive guidance on anything. It's just learning how to tap into it and understanding that it is guidance and not just your ego. And that's the big thing that a lot of people get caught up on. So yeah, <laughs> does, that, does that answer the question? Yes, that was absolutely beautiful. I almost feel like I need to ask everyone a spiritual bio and a human bio because they are like much... <laughs> very <laughs> multifaceted <laughs> right I know yeah so um, yeah and, <laughs> so, yeah so one thing I wanted to ask you in regards to which really lines up with me and a lot of people that are in my circle as well is I have a lot of religious conditioning as well and so well actually I was raised in a home that wasn't religious and then went to religion to like control my spiritual gifts actually that was I really wanted ah. very clear rules yeah mm -hmm. 
And so now sort of move, shifting away from that and pivoting and deconditioning some of the things that aren't serving me, obviously you've done that part of your journey. How did you navigate that? Because we have this dogma that, you, like, you, like you touched on with the angel cards and stuff, that, oh, this is the devil and now we don't know what to trust. How did mm. you find your internal trusting guiding system? Mm. It's been a process. And, you know, when I first shared with my mom my, my discovery of spirituality, <laughs> I was so excited. And I was like, mom, I found this thing and it's like the best parts of religion and science. And they walk together. And she said to me, that is not what I raised you to believe that goes against the word of the Bible. And that is the work of the devil. And so that's what I've been navigating the last nearly 10 years now. Um, you know, and my family is still, you know, I've got a mom, my mom and sister are still very religious. And so to navigate that is, I'm not going to lie. It's, it was, it's been challenging and it always is, but we found that, that medium or that balance of remembering. And I think this is that remembering what is your mission? You know, what, what, what is your mission? Is your mission to adhere to someone else's beliefs or is it to tap into your own love and who you really are? And it always comes down to our own choice. I've made choices over the last several years to believe my own inner guidance. You know, we all have it. Or there's been so many times that I'm like, do I believe this? Is this right for me? And this is what it is to be completely sovereign in your own knowing. And whether it's beliefs about religion or about anything, we have a choice of what we believe. Do we believe our own intuition? Do we believe, you know, our body's responses to particular things that are coming into our life? You know, do we, do we, you know, what, what do we choose to believe? And it really is such an individual sacred journey for every single person. Yeah, I mean, I've got clients the same. They're like, how, my, my family is so against everything that I'm doing. You know, how do, I, how do I navigate that? And it's allowing yourself to tap into such a deep love. Something, something, you know, whether it's source, whether it's your higher self, whether it's your soul, it's, you know, different for every single person, but something ignites and unlocks and activates within us that helps to guide us and we, it's like we know what to do without knowing what to do. You know, it's like this, this, our mind doesn't know and our mind might disagree, but it's like that everything in me wants to do this, you know? And for me, it was like, it started out with a curious, well, it started out with that massive, like soul remembering, like I shared from my, you know, I felt it in my stomach. And then like with the angel cards, it was curiosity. And then everything since then, I was like, this is so cool. And I would hide it. Right. I would like, people would ask me like, what are you doing tonight? And I would be going to like some medium development circle where I'm like channeling spirit and giving people messages and stuff like that. And I'd be like, I've got yoga or like, oh, I'm just going to a meditation group. <laughs> like, you know, I was so like ashamed of what I was doing, but it was just, I was, I loved it. It was so fascinating. And for me, that's my choice. I could have chosen in that moment to go, actually, you know what, maybe it, maybe it is right. But I'm like, but what if it's not, you know, what if, and, and the more I've delved into my own truth, the more fulfillment, the, the more happiness and the more freedom that I've, that I've tapped into, as well as the more abundance. And this is what it is, is living in alignment with your truth and not the truths that have been placed upon us by societal expectations or conditioning or, you know, religious beliefs or anything else that we absorb through our, you know, through our energy fields and through our emotional and mind bodies that we don't even know. So it's such a sacred process and it's so different for every single person. But I think just a level of trust 
within ourselves and having the courage to follow what we believe to be true for ourselves. Mm, I absolutely love it. I resonate with the whole choice thing as well. At the end of the day, it is our choice whether we are spiritualists, it's our choice whether we're atheists, or it's our choice whether we're Christian or, or what, whatever it looks like. And yeah. if anyone is like, oh my gosh, I want this specific topic we're talking about right now, I'd really want to dive into it. But I read a book this year, or last year actually, I lie, um, <laughs> called Conversation, Conversations with God by Neil Don. Mm, Have you read I love that? that book. I love it. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. And I just absolutely love how he talks about how God or source or universe, whatever we, whatever someone wants to call it, speaks to us through our conditioning. And I was like, yeah, that makes so much sense. And when I was able to then use that, I was like, that's when I was able to trust my internal guidance system the most because I'm like, oh, it doesn't have to be externally validated because it actually can all come from within. And that was mm. a really beautiful moment for me when it all came together. and. It made sense. Mm, it's so beautiful. It does. And it's like something shifts within you to make sense. And it's like, oh my God, of course. You know, that, that feeling from within, I always say like the language of your heart is feelings. You know, your, your, your heart speaks to you through, through the way that you feel about things. Yeah. It's a, such a beautiful journey to be on. I'm so glad that you read that book. It's such a cool book. I love it. Oh, <laughs> I highly so recommend lovely. it. Yeah. yeah. And while we're on the book recommendation spiel, have mm-hmm. you got any others you would recommend? Well, definitely my book. Yes, <laughs> of course. Yes. <laughs> That's about to launch. I no, no, I'm just kidding. Um, well, no, I'm not kidding. But no, you're not kidding. Um, no. <laughs> one of the one of the books that really helped just bring a lot of pieces together for me was Rebecca Campbell, Light is the New Black. Yeah, if you've not read it, it's amazing. Oh, it's one of those books where you can like read it once or twice and sort of then open it and flick to any page and it'll bring through like really cool guidance. And a book that I really love and it's a super easy read and it's the book of the Tao, which is something that I picked up a couple of months ago. And it's just like every time I open, open a page, it just activates something on such a deep level of, you know, whether it's leadership, whether it's business, whether it's relationships, you know, and it's this this mysterious Chinese book that's, you know, had, I think it's like the second most printed book in history apart from the Bible. Um, wow. Yeah, it's written, and I just literally read like, you know, part of my morning routine, like one page a day. And it just helps us to remember how to tap into our own alignment with, you know, universal energy, whatever you want to call it. And they call it, you know, whether it's Tao, whether it's consciousness, whether it's source, whether it's flow, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it, love. <laughs> so yeah, there's Beautiful. two, <laughs> two books. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, okay. Wrapping up now, do you have anything else that any other topics or any other things that come through? Of course, you're probably going to have a billion things because <laughs> <Yeah. about it. laughs> one thing or a couple of things that are like wanting to come through for people listening right now. I think the biggest thing after everything that we've spoken about in this conversation is learning how to tell the difference between your heart and your head. Your heart is always going to be guiding you to your truth. And the head, your head is where fears are stored and, you know, all these subconscious conditionings and the thing that's saying like, don't do that. (laughs) When actually your heart is saying, do, do that. Mm -hmm. And just a reminder that the more that you listen to your heart, and that can be such a wishy-washy thing. And so, 
practically, you know, if you every day, instead of visualizing the world with your mind or visualizing, you know, if you're manifesting or meditating and you're, you know, quantum leaping, I don't know if anyone who's listening does that yet, you know, that, that sort of thing in their daily practice, but rather than coming from your head and creating your life from your head or visualizing your dreams from your head, taking a massive breath. And for anyone who's not driving at the moment, I'll just, we'll, we'll wrap up with this. And I'm just going to do a very quick uh, heart expansion, you know, for everyone right now, if that's all right. Is that oh, yummy. Yes, yeah? please. Beautiful. So just closing down your eyes, obviously, if you're driving, please don't close your eyes, but you can still do this with your eyes open. And just starting to breathe and bring your awareness into where your heart is. And just with each breath, feeling an incredible amount of gratitude for this very moment. And from this place, seeing a huge amount of light radiating from your heart space. And from this space, as your heart expands with each breath that you take, feeling yourself connected to the light from source, from above. And just bringing all of that beautiful love energy through your entire body, from your heart, and just seeing it traveling all the way through, right down to your feet, connecting even through the layers of the earth, all the way down to the earth's core. And just starting to get very familiar with what this feels like when you come from this place of expansion. When you come from this place of love and of light and of total connection to all that you are. And from this place, you can open your eyes and start to see the world through your heart. Start to experience each day of your life through this place from your heart. Connecting to all things. And then from this place, just breathing and going about your day. This is beautiful. I feel so mm. zen right now. Mm. Mm-hmm. And this is how. Much. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. And so that's how you connect with your heart. And the more that you do that and become very familiar with what that feels like, you start to very quickly learn the difference between your mind where the fears are stored or, you know, when we get too much in the to-do list or the busyness of life and really just come back to our heart. And I shared before we jumped on this podcast, like this is actually something that I even experienced myself this morning where I was operating way too much in my head and coming back into the space of, you know, where we as humans operated our best from our hearts. Mm, That is beautiful. I love it. Could you please share with everyone where they can find you 
find more of you and also when your book is live can you we'll, we'll put the link in the description of this when you can purchase the book where you can purchase it when it's published yeah. as well ah, amazing so i am we, we can find more of me well i'm in bali so if you're in bali please reach out. <laughs> um no i come back to new zealand and we do a bit of travel as well so on instagram it's libby light leader and on facebook is libby wallace or you can head to my website, libbywallace.com. And if you follow any of those, or if you connect with me on there, you will hear all about how you can purchase my book. <laughs> you can read the book. It's designed as an activation. I'm super excited for this book. It's like, yeah, I'll definitely be getting my hands on a copy. And thank you very, very much for being here, Libby. It was my absolute pleasure. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much to everyone who's been listening and absorbing everything. And oh my gosh, I love you all. I love you, Ankara. Thank you so much for your beautiful work that you're doing in the world and helping women remember their truth and their soul's calling as well. It's amazing. So thank you. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> Take mm. care, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> If you have enjoyed this episode, I would adore if you would screenshot it, chuck it up on your stories with your favorite takeaway moment, and tag me at High Vibe Babe on Instagram so that more people can see this and get this content and get this message out there to really shape and change and impact other people's lives. Do you desire to be around more high vibe women who really get you, who encourage you, who like support you no matter what? Yeah, well, guess what? I have a place that you belong. It is called High Vibe Babes Community. It is a free Facebook group and I would love to have you in there. There are so many free trainings and epicness in this group, so please get your booty in there. It would mean the world if you would subscribe to this podcast, do the reviews, the rating, the stars, all of the things. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode. I'm sending you all of the vibes and all of the love over and out from my heart to High Vibe Babes.